Uh, but right now, we're going to take you to Detroit, the rise and fall of the Detroit Lions. And I'm excited to have a longtime sportscaster for WDIV-TV, a local four, uh, Bernie Smilovitz on the Green Zone with us. Uh, Bernie, thanks for your time. Jamie, my pleasure. Uh, I can't wait to uh, mix it up with you a little bit. Well, I, I don't I don't know about uh, this, Bernie, if you know, but we here in Saskatchewan grew up watching Bernie Smilovitz uh, on the local four television when we get, there was like, we only got Detroit cable, so you were the guy giving us the highlights and the bloopers. I'm so, I'm thrilled to death. Real quick, let me give you some information. Here in Detroit, it's now 35 degrees and we'll take that in January. So we're, we're not complaining, you know. We're like you guys. We'll take it. We know how bad it could be, uh, at, you know, 40 the rest of the week. So we're, we're ecstatic. Uh, Bernie, when you looked at this rise of the Lions, um, Dan Campbell, local hero, around the, the North America, he got a lot of criticism to the point people are asking, uh, should his future be in question? What was it like locally in Detroit after Sunday, and how much heat did Dan Campbell actually get there? I have no idea because I was in Santa Clara at the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, but I, I read the papers and I heard from friends and uh, read online and everything. And the, the theory I go with, and I think this is, is worked, served me well, there's no one play or two plays that make a football win or lose a football game for you. There never is. There are so many plays leading up to those moments that you think are the critical moments. So the fact he went for it twice, A, that's his M.O. He's done that since he's been here. B, I'll bet you he's going to learn from that. I'll bet he's going to learn that there are moments you can do that, and that's during the regular season when it's great. But when you go to the NFC Championship game with a chance to go to the Super Bowl, you might want to take a field goal in the early in the third quarter, which would give you a three-possession lead over the 49ers. And once they didn't do that and they didn't get it, it just seemed like things started to slip away, and it gave the Niners momentum. So I bet you, in his own heart and deep within himself, he would say, I would do it differently next time. This is just my guess. Knowing the guy a little bit, uh, I think that's possibly what would have happened the next time. What were you thinking when it was, could have been a tie game and he didn't kick the field goal? Uh, I thought, oh, my God, he must have a con- guaranteed contract for the next 20 years. <laughs> I, uh, I understood why he did it there because his guys were down, San Francisco had come back, and he was trying to retake the momentum from them. Uh, so there I understood it. It was the first time which could have given them a 17-point lead and a three-possession game. You know, you're never sure you're even getting the ball three possessions with about seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter the rest of the way. You know, if your opponent is running the ball, leading the clock, you're in a completely different place. But they gave them momentum, which was kind of interesting to me. Bernie Smilovitz joining us, WDIV Television uh, Channel 4 uh, as the longtime uh, sportscaster, as Detroit was reliving some of the glory years, we had Lomas Brown on uh, talking about it. Uh, wherever he went, uh, wherever alumni went in January, uh, they were being asked and requested. Oh, my goodness, there was it was so busy. What was it like to see this team for the first time since the early 90s getting so close to a Super Bowl? Well, 
Well, I was there in the early 90s, uh, the first time when they beat the Cowboys at uh, RFK, uh, sorry, at uh, the Silverdome. And then the following week, they went to play the Redskins in Washington and got tattooed. Um, it was exciting. It was great. I mean, it's, it's a franchise that is beloved in this town. It's uh, a franchise that is adored in this town. Uh, even when the bad years, people would show up, go to the games, sell them out buying tickets. I mean, the people here are just unbelievable. And now they've started to travel to the away games. So it's really kind of fascinating to be a part of that whole uh, group when you are with them and talking to them and everything. I will say this. After the game Sunday night, I went in the locker room, and that was a hurting, depressed, upset football team. Not at anyone, just at themselves. They felt they had that game, and they let it slip away. And the truth is, they did. But no one person is responsible. It's not Josh Reynolds for dropping a couple of passes. It's not Dan Campbell for going for it. It's, it's not the offensive line for not performing as well in the second half. It's everybody as one. And that's, that's so cliche. That's so how a coach talks. Maybe I've just spoken to too many coaches. But I, I really do believe that, that it's not a single play. It, it's many plays that go into a football game. What is it like... Uh, like you, you have covered some legendary coaches. Uh, you did shows with Chuck Daly and Sparky Anderson yep. and all those guys. Yeah. What is it yep. that Dan Campbell brings that has allowed him to take a team that had three wins in his first year to 13 wins and an NFC championship appearance? He's honest. He's a former player. He doesn't BS people. He tells you right to your face how he feels and how the situation is. Players love that. He's also a former player, so players trust him. Uh, All of his assistant coaches are former players. They trust the assistant coaches. So it means so much more when a player goes to his coach and says, hey, coach, I got this problem with my girlfriend. Hey, coach, I hurt my ankle. Hey, coach, the coach will listen to him and say, man, that happened to me. You know, I know I know what you're talking about. That's Let's slow down. Whatever the advice they're giving, the players are listening. And then they're kind of listening to when they're playing. I mean, they, they really are a, uh, a terrific group. They really are uh, molded as one. And it's all Dan Campbell. Campbell. They trust Campbell. They believe him. He asked them to trust him. He does, and here's where they were. I mean, I, they do, and here he is. I, I found it refreshing after, after the game when he just was like, yeah, this might be it. That might have been our only chance. That's just honesty because it's yeah. going to get harder for the Detroit Lions because they're not going to surprise anybody in 2024. Right. And it's going to be less surprising because I don't know if you heard, but uh, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator that uh, everybody was after to be a head coach, has decided to come back next year. So it's kind of interesting that that has happened. I, I think it might be the Lions' biggest offseason acquisition, the best thing that happened to them. Bernie Smilovich joining us from WDIV Local Channel 4 in Detroit, a longtime sports broadcaster. I mentioned earlier in Saskatchewan, we we grew up uh, watching uh, WDIV, Bernie's Bloopers, Weekend at Bernie's, uh, as I mentioned, the Chuck Daly Show. With all those blooper specials, does Bernie Smilovich have a favorite sports blooper of all time? Bernie Smilovitz commits a sports blooper every time he's at the state in the studio opening his mouth. That's what he's more afraid of than anything. 
I mean, bloopers have bloopers have been great. They put my kids through college, and uh, uh, you know, it's just a it just has been a uh, terrific ride, and uh, you know, we're just enjoying it. It's just really fun. I mean, you know, I I call myself the luckiest man in the world because I'm a I'm a sports fanatic. I was crazy as a kid being a sports fan, and I realized I just want to be a sportscaster because that way you don't have to be in the game and you don't get beat up. Neither I didn't have the talent anyway, but whatever it was. And so I made it my mission in life to do that. I've been very lucky. I, you know, I go to games. I'm, the station takes care of everything when you go to a game. And, you know, I don't pay for tickets for anything. So it's, it's, it's been kind of a great ride. I've been, I've been fortunate and very lucky and blessed, and I never forget that. I always give thanks for that. Okay, let's, uh, let's round around the Detroit sports scene outside of the Lions, who really made, made some hay. We got a lot of Red Wings fans, of course. Gordy Howe, the legend uh, from uh, Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's up with the yeah. Red Wings uh, right now uh, in a playoff better, spot? Like, in, in, in position, they're, they're playing really well right now. I think they've won something like eight of their last 11. Uh, they seem to really now have come aboard with uh, Steve Eisenman as the general manager. It's taken a while. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, this is really the truth for all sports. It's who's healthy when the playoffs begin. And if they're healthy, they can play. They've got a good young uh, goalie in Alex Lyon. Uh, that was a big problem for them earlier in the year, but he seems to have straightened things out for them, and that's always great. So uh, I think the Red Wings are going to make the playoffs this year. I do. And um, how long is the turnaround going to take for the Detroit Pistons, Bernie? Okay, what year is this? <laughs> 2024, 34, 44, I think 2050, somewhere there maybe. So the problem in the NBA is if you get talent, it's great. If you don't have talent, uh, you're in trouble. And it's going to take a lot more talent than what they currently have. And guys are hurt, and guys were hurt this year. So they went out and they uh, uh, signed Monty Williams as the coach and gave him the largest contract time for any for any NBA coach in history and uh, here we sit with uh, five wins six wins and 40 losses or something of that nature I, that 28 game losing streak was just if you thought that game was depressing on Sunday with the Lions oh my god try try doing sports in this town with the Pistons losing 28 straight I mean good night you think you're hearing echoes you know, you don't hear anybody talking or, or, or hearing you. So um, they're going to need they need talent, and that's the only way you can win in the NBA. And they're far far away from having a lot of talent. So I I don't know. You know, if they had gotten Wimbanyama in draft, maybe it would have come would have happened faster because he's really a terrific talent. But it's going to take a while. 